Welcome back to Versus Extreme. I'm Marcus Driscoll, a guru. I'm Tommy Calhoun, a pair of shoes. And I'm Tim, a big ol' nose. That you are, Tim. Yep. So, today I just want to start off, uh, I, you know, over the week I was feeling real, you know, sentimental about the podcast. Oh, tell me. So I decided to draw you guys, um, well, what I think of you guys, like what... What I think of Tim, and then what I think of Marcus. All right. Yeah, let's see. I have him over here. I'm just, yeah. Okay. And unfortunately, due to the restrictions of this being an audio medium, you will need to uh, describe what you see on this paper oh, okay. to the audience. Right. Okay. Uh, okay, cool. So, uh, Tim, here's yours, and Marcus, here's yours. Thank you, thank you. Uh, okay. Already I see some pretty striking imagery. Yeah, why don't you uh, share with the class? So it's the three of us mm-hmm. in the house. Yeah. But it looks like I'm locked in the bathroom, and you guys seem to be laughing, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, crying, like, these massive tears. Mm-hmm. And the toilet has, like, these stink lines coming off of it. <laughs> uh-huh. And also, we're all naked, I guess. They're stick figures, so it's kind of hard to tell. The only reason I think we're naked is because... You guys have really big ding-dongs, and mine's, like, very small. Yeah. Almost yeah. imperceptible. Yeah, you can also tell because there's clothes on the floor over there, too. So. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah. Okay. So, thanks, I guess, Tommy. You're welcome. That's Tim, a really good one. Tim, what's yours? What's yours? Uh, okay, I don't really know what to think of mine, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, looking at it uh, from right here, it's just me in this picture, mm-hmm. um, except for you've drawn very hyper realistic arms and legs on Mm. a stick figure body (laughs) and like my right arm is really really buff and Mm. then my left arm is really lean yeah because you jack off so much oh it's because you jack off because it's because you jack off so much okay okay because like you know when when everybody's trying to sleep and yeah. everybody can hear it in the house. Yeah. Yeah. It's you cause, also It's cuz you jack off a lot, Tim. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I got that. Sure. Um you also drew deer antlers on my head. That one's cuz you jack off a lot, too. Oh. That one's more of like a, an interpretation. Yeah, it's like symbolic. Okay. So then like the weird stuff that's dripping off the hand, the right hand, I thought it was some kind of uh juice, maybe some water, but I guess No, that's it's... not. You said it, Tommy. You know, interestingly enough, Tommy, I actually have... I also drew a picture of you. You drew Uh, a picture of me. Yeah, I'm not as much of an artist, but I really hope you can appreciate this. All right. So, this is... um, Well, it's certainly a very, very intriguing picture, Tim. Mm -hmm. It looks like Tim has taken several magazines and clipped out different letters... This particular piece of artwork says, "I have your wife and your children. Meet me at." Wait, that goes. Wait, wait, wait. That's not. That's not for you. That's not for you. That's that, that's supposed to go oh, for this, someone else. Give me that back. Give me else? that back. Okay, here you go. This one's for you. Oh, okay, <laughs> thanks. That's that's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, this one, it looks like I got married. Like, there's a little jalopy, and it says, just married. Um, But the person sitting next to me in the seat is... Is that Don Cheadle? (laughs) It's Don Cheadle. Yeah, it's Don Cheadle, Tommy. It's Don Cheadle, but Tim has done an amazing job at 
carefully detailing that it's Don Cheadle from that one episode that that one episode of College Humor where he plays Captain Planet. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. That, yeah, is this yeah, is this a John single Cheadle. line drawing? How did you know? Yeah, Tim, this is beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I'm not much of an artist. I just no, you, know. you are. This is great. Yeah, no, oh, this is thanks, guys. It does also have me at like 75 years old, so I don't know if that's just Tim's understanding of how I am as a person. Right. Well, artistic is, liberty time. Yeah, this is the, like me 75 years in the future when I do marry my future husband Don Cheadle. It's kind of just it's Captain just, Planet. It's just what you take from it. Oh know? yeah, it's what you get out of it. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like arts or beauties in the eye of the beholder, you know? And like, yeah. Almost yeah. like we're all the beholder and it's the beauty. Yeah. Actually, I heard it's beauty is in the eye of the pee holder. Uh, because oh. the longest, the longer you can hold it in, the more your brain kind of achieves peak human. Hey, that's fucking stupid. Also, <laughs> I, uh, I heard, I thought that you were going to say <laughs> beauty's in the eye of the pee hole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alrighty, <laughs> let's let's do some questions. That's enough yeah, of that. Yeah, questions. I got a submission for you guys. So <laughs> this one comes from at Case of Spades thirty two. Thank you at Case of Spades thirty two. Thank you at Case of Spades thirty two. And it is which would be the worst frat to rush? Organization thirteen from Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. or the Akatsuki from Naruto? And now you have to take into account they will be hazing you. Yeah. They will be repeatedly asking you questions about their organization, or they will harm you physically if you get them wrong. (laughs) Jesus. Um, So I don't know much about the Akutsuki, is that right? Akatsuki. Akatsuki. I don't know much about the Akatsuki. I know a good bit about the Akatsuki. Not like a good, good bit, but like I know enough. I know enough about the Akatsuki, and when I say I know enough about them, it means I know they wear long bathrobes with red clouds. Nope. And they're all a part of the same ninja clan. Nope. They all graduated class 2015. Nope. Cl- class 2015, go Leaf Village. No. <laughs> um, leaf Village strong. There leaf are Village very strong. few that are from the Leaf Village. Um, Village they, hidden in the leaves, thank you, uh, actually. passed down their secrets from generation to generation by taking their eyes out and feeding them to their children. You know, that, close. That way they grow the you new know, eyes. Close. Um, for one of them that's fucked they also do the same thing with their peepees gross okay so no. i got one um I, I i don't know anything about the akatsuki is that right Am yes I saying that right? yeah got it akatsuki it's like um, it's like uh toyota but it's akatsuki that, yeah, okay it's kind of like how you say buick as buick but you yeah. say akatsuki as akatsuki yeah. right i'm there now um i think that organization 13 actually wouldn't be that bad to rush Mm-hmm. Just because they're just so fucking emo, like that's like their whole thing. Yeah, you're very right. I don't it's like, like they might try to bully me, but like emphasis on try. Like, <laughs> okay, name these MCR albums from right, just the yeah, album, exactly. not the name. No, they'd be, they'd be like asking you questions, just like when was Organization Thirteen founded? And then, well, the answer to everything is like darkness. So yeah. like, whenever darkness was born, <laughs> and they're like, hell yeah, oh, that's fair. Because yeah. with the Akatsuki, because like, okay, with Organization Thirteen and the Akatsuki, they're both very like secretive organizations, mm-hmm. so it's hard to get any amount of information on them. So when rushing these, you know, you got to do all your research, you got to yeah, memorize gotta do the, all uh, your research, the Greek alphabet, like, yeah. But it's very who difficult. founded who founded the Akatsuki, and I'd be like, George Bush did nine eleven, and they're like, you're in. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Meanwhile, with the organization, they're like, who founded the organization, and I'm like, Zaynort, and they're like, good. Who's the current president? And I'm like, Zayanhort. And they're like, this is the statue of three lies. What are the three lies? <laughs> what are the uh, three lies, Marcus? Uh, Let's not spoil fake fan. Hearts. Fake fan. Come on, bro. Um, what if they asked you some shit like, 
how many Xanorts are in Organization 13? <laughs> I'd be like, um... It fluctuates. <laughs> yeah. Depends on how many are dead, but, like... <laughs> Depends on what you mean, bro, because, yeah. like, I have Xanort's soul inside me. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fucking... Xanort... <laughs> Xanort saved me. Whenever you get... <laughs> whenever you get accepted, like, you're done with being... Like, you're done with Rush, then you can tell your friends, you're like, as for me, I'm already part Xanort. Oh. Yeah, see, my thing is, like, Organizations 13 seems more like joining a cult, whereas yeah. joining the Akatsuki seems more like joining, like... A gang. It's more like joining a, like a mercenary group. Yeah, but like, but ones the higher. I feel like the, their punishments are going to be different. Like the organization 13's punishments are going to be like, oh well, you don't obviously don't know enough about Xanor yet, so you have to sit in here and read some Xanor books. And I'd be yeah. like, fuck, you have to read sucks. the secret reports. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Like <laughs> if, if the Akatsuki were going to punish me, they'd be like, all right, cool. So we're going to string you up with a bunch of kunai knives, and then we're all going to throw. Sharingans and Renegons That's and not... genjutsus at you yeah, until and, you die. And renegades and yeah, renegades. no, no. This is okay. So this is Kamehameha what, This is what uh, Organization Thirteen would do if you mess something up. They'd be like, "All right, well, you obviously don't know enough about Organization Thirteen to join, so we're turning you into a dusk. Good luck yes, getting back yeah. here." Uh, Akatsuki, they'd be like, "All right, uh, we're going to mutilate your body, um, use you as a sacrifice for some wild ass jutsu." Or we're going to use, yes, our shouting gun on you, a.k.a. Itachi. See, that's what I'm saying, though. I feel like it'd just be, like, if it. you fail Organization 13, you're a dusk, whatever, bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. You wait for Sora to kill you, and then you're a person again. Mm -hmm. But yeah. with the fucking Akatsuki, then you're, like, you're... You're shit out of luck. Yeah, brother. dude, you're going to be subjugated to multiple solar flares and Getsuga Tenshos and gum gum <laughs> fruits, and you see what I'm saying. Yeah. Do you think anybody in the Akatsuki has a Zanpakuto? Oh, dude, no way. No, Tommy, that's not... You have to be a soul reaper for a Zanpakuto, Tommy. <laughs> How do you know the uh, okay, okay. Soul Reapers because it's a secret society, Mark. You're just pushing both mine and Tim's buttons. <laughs> you know what? I'm done talking about this one, dude. Okay. Wait, it would be more unless, difficult to... Uh, what? Unless they're in a geek guy. We're not going to get into this right now. <laughs> We're not going to get into this right now. Okay, so uh, I am, I'm on the uh, side of saying Organization 13 would be easier to rush. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Because, yeah, like, yeah. the Akatsuki, like, they would, like... They wouldn't just kill you if you fucked it up. They would, like use you for some fucked up shit. Yeah, yeah, the hardest part about joining Organization 13 is every once in a while some random dude would show up with like green hair and his weapons like an accordion or something and he'd yeah. be like my name's Dusk Smudge. It's <laughs> gotta have an X in it. <laughs> Just about to ask for the X's. <laughs> like, and you're like, cool, what do you do Dusk, Dusk Smudge? And he's like, I use my green accordion to absolutely fucking destroy the universe and they're like oh cool welcome dusk smudge and then you have to live with that guy you have to live <laughs> yeah. with that guy being in your dormitory and they kick out some cool dude like axel or whatever the fuck his name is like yeah, he's not in the organization anymore we got then there's all the politics dusk oh dude yeah. so many fucking politics there's so much dude. politics yeah dude. Ugh, dude it's like high school again being in the organization plus, plus yeah. you gotta wait for sora to come around and be like uh -huh, i'm gonna hit you all with my keyblade yeah dude yeah. And also, you have to like emotionally manipulate Sora constantly, so he'll yeah, kill Heartless for you. It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty buck wild. Yeah. Tommy, got a question for us? Yeah. So this is a Reddit question. It comes from the Would You Rather subreddit, and it is brought to us by underscore Ferris underscore. Thank you, Reddit user underscore Ferris underscore. And it is, would you rather be able to lift items that only weigh more than 50 pounds or lift items that only weigh less than 50 pounds? Wait, could you say that again? 
Would you rather be able to lift items that only weigh more than 50 pounds or items that weigh less than 50 pounds? Um... So, for example, if you pick only weigh more than 50 pounds, you can pick up your desk with your computer on it. You can pick up your car. You can pick up whatever, but... You cannot use a pencil. Or a you fork. can never use your cell phone again. You can't put clothes on at the beginning of the day. Likewise, if you can only lift items that are 50 pounds or less, you're a weak baby wee-wee man or woman. Okay, let's just go ahead and say 50 pounds is a solid amount. Most it things is. weigh under 50 pounds. Yeah, you can, you can live an, an entirely normal life. I wouldn't say mm. normal because you'll never be able to lift up a person. Yeah, that's not... You can never... Yeah, you can never emotionally support your brothers in their time of need. (laughs) I think ape brain, like my higher thinking, Mm -hmm. tells me that it would be smarter to only lift things that weigh less than 50 pounds. Yes. Of course. However, that being said, my lizard brain, which is the lower region, Mm -hmm. says big heavy lift. Okay, I'm all in on one of these. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you which one it is. It's definitely big heavy lift. Yeah. I am all in on big heavy lift. And here's why. Here's why. So, if I can lift things, literally anything that's over 50 pounds, mm-hmm. all I have to do mm-hmm. is carry 50-pound weights with me wherever I go. <laughs> and use no, dude, that. That's fucking... And it has a little hook on it. And so I'll use those to lift up stuff. Yeah. So, so uh, what do you do when someone hands you a sheet of paper? I tell them, you put it right down in front of me. <laughs> Put it right down in oh, front hey, of me. Oh, hey, can you put it on this weight for me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was thinking along along similar lines. To okay, okay. I feel like if you could do that, you could, like, make this skill mm-hmm. something, like, you could monetize. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, with absolutely. That, with that money, you're going to have to have, like, custom order items that are, like, made of super dense materials mm-hmm. so that, like, you can have somebody make you a fork that weighs 50 pounds. And, like, of course it's going to be bigger than a regular fork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, okay. You know, yeah, yeah, hear yeah, me yeah. out. Okay. You have to use all of the same exact things and everything, but they're just bigger. Like, you have to use 50 pounds worth of fork. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I'm still taking... You have to get a fucking custom 50-pound fork made that's huge and... No. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking regular. I'm like, still taking big lift. Because the thing is, like, if you, take, if you take 50 pounds and less, that's essentially like your average everyday life. And so, like, that's what I'm going to stick with, because only being able to lift things that are heavier than 50 pounds would just get so in the way. Yeah. But like I was saying, there's a certain appeal to it, and I think it's the fact that I've never lifted up a car before and I really want to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But also, you know how much money you could make off of being able to lift up anything over 50 pounds? Yes, but... I'll pay people to pick shit up for me. Doesn't yeah, matter. But but how are you going to pay them? With, with money? With yeah. money. But how are you... Are you going to lift up 50 pounds of money to give to them? No. Oh, shit. I'll dude. tell them... I'll give them my PayPal information. Yeah, but you, you'll, you'd have to lift your phone. I'll have to PayPal. have my phone sitting on a table, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, but how does your phone get to the table, too? It's just sitting there. <laughs> this <laughs> is... Okay, you guys are slapping each other's ass cheeks. <laughs> no, I'm saying, Tommy, no, you're trying to logic me out of this, but there's nothing you can do because my phone's just sitting there. I have my computer. I don't need to lift up anything. Use my computer. I can use that, too. I can just yeah, get in my car. you gotta open the door to get in. I can just open the door. It's not lifting anything up. Is it? No. <laughs> no, I'm with Tim on that one. <laughs> it's not lifting anything up. Well, what if up. you're locked out of the house and you can't get in? Your keys are lifted. I'll pounds. break the fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll lift the house up on top of myself, <laughs> then drop it on okay. me and just be inside. Also, I feel like you're not going with like the most important factor that I'm ignoring with this in that I can't put my clothes on. <laughs> yeah, you you would have to be naked I'm, or have someone dress I'm you. I'm paying someone to dress me. Yeah. But before that, I'm getting my roommates to do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, because they would. They love me. They'll do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tommy, which one would you take? I would take less than fifty pounds. Really? Uh, yeah, just because like that's closest to my life right now. But you're right. There is the appeal of lifting things that are over fifty, like lifting right. a car or lifting yeah. whatever. I don't know. I feel like you know how in Grand Theft Auto you're like, oh wow, invincibility cheats. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's not going to get boring ever. And then after fifteen minutes, you're like, okay, I'm done blowing up cars. What else can I do? And yeah. It's like you can blow up more cars. Like. That's what it would feel like. You would you would go around and lift up like three cars and you'd be like, this is awesome. And then you'd go and lift up your fourth car and be like, where's my dopamine? <laughs> That's all of life anyway. That's yeah. literally working a job. Oof. Yeah, but at least I can use my fork like a normal person. Hey, you guys want to hear about some movies and then try to guess them? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So here's the dealio. We're playing Shitima. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you guys is clues. Is intro? Uh, maybe. Who, kn- who knows, dude? Mm-hmm. I liked my intro. What was yours again? Boobity bop. It's shit-a-ma, baby. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Boobity bop. It's shit-a-ma, baby. Baby. You didn't say it. There you go. There you go, Tommy. Baby. Uh, so I'm going to give you guys hints, or I'm going to tell you guys a short synopsis, a shitty synopsis of a movie. Mm-hmm. You guys get 10 questions, 20, uh, 20 question style, uh, yes or no questions, and uh, you have to guess what they are. You guys are on a hot streak. You've gotten all of the movies the past two times that we've played this. So this is hyper turbo hard mode. Yeah. Okay. This is for all the marbles. It really is. So you guys ready? Yeah. Yes. Movie one. Confused and alone, a young boy attempts to achieve his dreams by rejecting everything that everyone told him he could be. Also, he's adopted. Meet the Robinsons. No. Superman? Nope. He's adopted. Superman's adopted. No, I wasn't saying like... Oh. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Anytime I say anything, Tommy thinks I'm trying to aggro him. It's okay. just one of those days, you know, dude. Yeah. Is it an animated movie? No. Oh, live action, you say. Mm. So, hmm. So, okay, hold on a second. You said he's adopted. Um, confused and alone. Have I seen this movie? I don't know, but if you haven't seen it, then you definitely know of it. Okay. Like, like I would know the basic plot. Yes, you would know the basic plot, you would know the name of it. Is this Lion King? No. Thought I was onto something there. Oh yeah, Lion um, King's not live action. Well, I guess the new one is, quote unquote. Quote unquote live, live action. action. Right. Still good though. I enjoyed it. Would you guys like a hint? Yes. Yeah. It's going to use up one of your questions. That's fine. Fine. Go for it. This movie is also quote unquote live action. Oh, Jungle Book. No. What do you mean quote unquote live action? Like the majority of it is live action, but it uses CGI to pull off some things oh. that aren't possible. Okay, so I guess there are things that aren't possible. Okay. Um. Could it take place in our modern time? Absolutely not. All right, Tommy, we must confer. Yeah. So before we guess anything, let's discuss it with the other. No more random Lion King guesses. Do you think it might involve magic? Is there any magic thing that involves adopted? I was trying to think of like one of the... <laughs> magic things that involves adopted. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I mean, like there's Harry Potter. Um... Is he really adopted, though? Yes. Is he confused and alone? Yes. Yeah, he's pretty confused and alone. Harry Potter? No, dummies. Fuck off. You big dumb idiots. Is it a superhero <laughs> movie? No. Is that our last guess? No, you have one more. And then final final guesses. Okay, okay. See, I want to ask. I want to know what time period it takes place in. Is it the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. Final guesses. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what the fuck? This is turbo hyper hard mode. Fuck you guys. No, Marcus. Yes. Marcus is just mad because we're good at this, so he gives us um, questions that make don't make any sense. No. The first half was true. I am mad because you guys are good at this. Yes. Second half is also true. No, All right, I have my final answer. What is it? The social network. No. <laughs> it's the Polar Express. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's Babe. <laughs> what? It's Babe, the movie with the pig. Babe the pig. Babe, the pig that wants to be a sheepdog? Like, I've heard of it. I've never seen the movie. I have no idea what the movie's about. Yeah. Oh, how do you not know what... Society has about? failed both Tim and I. Oh, fuck. Sorry, fellas. No, you're good. Um. All right, here's another one. I don't count that as a loss because neither of us had known the movie. Yeah, yeah, oh, damn. yeah. That's true, but also I run this bit, so you guys lose. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> Okay, here's, here's the next movie. A guy changes his identity and goes deep undercover in a new city. When he yearns for his old life back, it just may be too late. After trying to disclose his mother, disclose to his mother who he really is, she doesn't believe him. <laughs> Tell me. It's into the Spideyverse. Shit. <laughs> it's totally not. Oh. No, it's definitely not. Um, Is it into the Spider-Verse? No. Fucking Tommy! <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So... Goes deep undercover. Goes deep undercover. Deep. Could this take place in our modern time? This Meaning, is there are there supernatural aspects to it? Is there hyper-technological... Yes. Okay. So it could take place? No. There's supernatural aspects to it? Yes. Okay. Do you think it's the mask? I've never seen the mask. Do you think it's Master of Disguise? No, I don't think it's that. I want to be the master of disguise. I want to be the master of disguise. You guys have to do it now. I want to be the master of disguise. Honestly, we, have you never seen the master of disguise, Tom? Mm-hmm. You need to watch it. Actually, we should all watch the master of disguise sometime. Rachel hates that movie, but like, fuck, <laughs> no, dude, we're watching that movie. Fucking great. Yeah. All right, go for it. You guys get back, uh, back to the last one. Wait, say it again. A guy changes his identity and goes deep undercover in a new city. When he yearns for his old life back, it just may be too late. After trying to disclose to his mother who he really is, she doesn't believe him. This sounds so familiar. Yeah. You guys aren't going to get it, though. <laughs> but you guys know it. After trying to disclose to his mother mm-hmm. who he really is, she doesn't believe him. Yes. Fuck. I feel like I'm going to feel like such an idiot whenever I do Yeah, this is one of those ones where no, I No, you guys like... are going to be mad at me. Oh, we're going to be mad at you? Cool. Yeah. Well, now I'm already mad at you. Yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys have a chance. You guys definitely have a chance to get this. Is it animated? No. So it's live action. Is it like, as a part of the same question, does it use CGI heavily? No. Okay. Oh, as a part of the same question. Yeah, I feel like that can be, you can give us yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, so it doesn't use CGI heavily, and but there are supernatural elements that would prevent it from taking place in our universe. Yes. You know, I wonder if it's one of those like old uh, Disney Channel movies, but Marcus has never seen any of those, so probably not. Marcus's face right now is nutty. <laughs> He has the shittiest shit-eating grin. <laughs> I bet it's Max Keeble's big move. <laughs> Good wording on that, uh, Tim. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm already pissed off at Marcus. I just want that to be known. Um, he all... tries to tell his mother. Yeah. <laughs> his own mother and she doesn't recognize it's back oh, to the future no 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 no. wait is it back to the future no okay fuck is it fucking oedipus no what <laughs> Tell it's me, not that's it's not, not oedipus he goes deep undercover dude no he doesn't <laughs> he never went undercover he went under his mother and that was the only thing <laughs> oedipus fucked his mom and they had two kids yeah 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 we all know oedipus <laughs> 
You guys got five more questions. Tried to tell his own mother. Yeah, it's live action. And it's live action. They don't use CGI, but there are supernatural aspects. Mm. And he wants his old life back. But he wants it just back. might be out of reach. I guess it can't be a superhero movie because there's no CGI. No. Does this movie take place before or after the 80s? Like in the movie's timeline. You can look it up if you want to, Marcus. You guys look away. Okay. Ah, oh, fuck. I knew it was the Goonies. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Um, this I... movie takes place at the tail end of the 80s. Oh. oh. I don't so know anything that happened in the 80s. Yeah. I, that's what I thought, but I wanted to make sure. Is this one of the Terminator movies? No. Yeah, I think I'm like, I think I'm out of it because I don't uh, know what happened in the 80s. How many guesses do we have left? Three. Uh, E.T.? Nope. Forrest Gump? Uh, no. The Room? No. Final guesses. Would you guys like a big hint? Yes. Yeah. It stars Tom Hanks. Big. Fuck, I shouldn't have gave it to you. Yeah, dude, you just gave it to us right at the end. I shouldn't have fucking gave it to you. It's big. It's the movie Big. Oh, I have no idea. The only thing I know about Big is that a kid becomes Tom Hanks and that's it. Yeah. I've never seen that. That's pretty much it. Kid kid wishes he was older and then he turns into Tom Hanks overnight and then his mom doesn't recognize him and he has to move out to New York City for some fucking reason. I don't know. (laughs) You're Tom Hanks. You can't be here anymore. You have to go to New York City, the land of your people. I I knew you guys would get it if I said Tom Hanks. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Fuck. I was about to be like, I already said Forrest Gump, Marcus. Okay, here we go. This okay. is actually one that you guys have a good chance of getting on your own, so, like, no hints. Okay. Fuck you guys. The proletariat rise against the fascist governing regime. Bugs life. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> I didn't even finish the fucking prompt and you got it. <laughs> nice one, Dad. Fuck off, dude. Hell yeah. can, I, can I finish reading this at least? Go no, for it. fuck no, you can't. Go for it. <laughs> no, you can't. The proletariat Sorry. rise against the fascist governing regime. The rebels are led by a group of outcasts and freaks with their but with their insight they just might win. And fucking Tommy get it by the got it by the first sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I should have gave you the Tom Hanks thing. I should have fucking made the Bugs Life one harder. Fuck you guys, dude. We're going into hyper overtime hard mode next time. Marcus, oh, yeah. no, you're picking movies I've never seen before. Good. I'm gonna, you haven't seen a I'm Bugs gonna, Life. I'm pick... I've seen a Bugs Life. That's oh. the only one. I'm gonna I'm gonna go deep undercover for some like uh, art noir French yeah. like French subtitled shit. Yeah. All right, give me a question. I got one. Yeah, yeah, I got on me, brother. Yeah, hit me, hit me with your best shot, dude. Okay, this one comes from at Bad Disco Duck. Mm -hmm. Thank you at Bad Disco Duck. Thank you at Bad Disco Duck. And it is Milo Thatch from Atlantis and Jim Hawkins from Treasure Planet switch places at the very beginning of their adventures. Which of our heroes could accomplish all the tasks and overcome all the obstacles that they are presented with in the others' movies? Uh, Milo Thatch finds the treasure planet. Jim Hawkins dies. What the hell? Yeah, he's a fucking Um, dumb I think they're both kind of fucking idiots outside of their own movies. No way, no, dude. I think I think Milo Thatch has enough like world knowledge and stuff to like and like like enough of a learned brain to be able to make himself useful to anybody. He can't ride on a surfboard. No. On a sky surfboard. Okay. I don't think you guys have seen Atlantis or Treasure Planet recently, or you have no idea what happens in those movies. No, I didn't. because what you're saying doesn't make any sense right now. No, I know exactly what I'm mm-hmm. saying, and I think that I think that both of them are kind of going to be. Just hear me out, because you didn't let me finish. Tbh, honest. <laughs> to be to be honest. <laughs> just say the thing. 
Uh, Jim Hawkins will probably end up finding Atlantis before Milo Thatch finds Treasure Planet. And the reason why... Not just finding Atlantis. Saving Atlantis? Saving Atlantis. Okay. The reason why is because Milo Thatch kind of gets carried throughout all of Atlantis. That's a hot take for you. That's not a hot take. No, that's the truth. no, that's 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 the point of Atlantis. Is like yeah, Milo Thatch gets carried through all of it. So yeah, like, Jim are, Hawkins, you're just subbing in uh, one one shit boy for another. Yeah, yeah, there are very few points uh, when Milo Thatch actually has to use his brain. Um, like, but it's like some pretty minor puzzle solving stuff because he has the book at the beginning, the journal. Yeah, Jim Hawkins can't read Atlantis. <laughs> he can't read Atlantis speak. He can't read the book. Atlantic. Is yeah, that, is he that gets a translator. Speak? Who? Milo was their translator. He's no. the one that knew Atlantis existed. He gets he he gets the books. He well, he was the one it. who thought Atlantis existed, right? He didn't have any solid evidence. Yeah, the, but he had like like like. That's why we let her go. The journal was written by his grandfather, though. Was it? Yeah. But I thought, like, he, he had, like, knowledge of their writing or something that, like, helped him. Like, some knowledge, but, like, it's all in the journal anyway. Yeah, so I think that if he if he picked up that the knowledge, then he would have got it from Peepaw, and Peepaw would have just taught it to Jim Hawkins. Well, it's no, the, it's beginning the, the beginning adventures. of their adventures. Yeah. So, like... Does that not count as the beginning of his adventure? Learning, no. Learning yeah, are you talking about the beginning of his life? That I, I'm, I'm adventure? thinking the beginning of kind the of. movies. That's what oh, I'm... Okay. That's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So, like, if Jim Hawkins was just dropped into one, he wouldn't even get past the fucking, like, part where it's like, oh, you have to present to this room of people that you need a grant. Milo Thatch also did not accomplish that either. <laughs> yeah, but Milo Thatch had, like, family that gave him money or something, didn't no. they? No. No, it was a... Uh... Okay, so this is what happened. In the beginning of the movie, uh, Milo fucks up his thing mm. everyone laughs at him and then a lady comes by and she's just like hey i know who your grandfather is so he gets it just because not from anything he did but only because he had his grandfather was this person and his grandfather's friend and old business partner is basically just like hey i'll fund your mission i have a mercenary team of 200 men that i'm sending in i want you to go with them as the guy who has the journal and knows what the fuck he's doing but my kind of knows stuff but he doesn't need to know anything so what? All uh, Jim has to do is be, like, polite to the Atlanteans. Yeah, but doesn't... Is Milo's grandfather now Jim's grandfather? Yeah. I think I think that's fair because they switch spots. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But also, I think in yeah. the ver- well, the very first scene of Treasure Planet, yeah, is Jim Hawkins riding on a air surfboard. I don't. So think Milo that's important to the adventure though. But it starts. That's the yeah. start of the movie. I would say if he fell off the surfboard at the beginning of the movie, he would not be able to. <laughs> yeah. <it>. So <laughs> I, I think, think Jim Hawkins kind of wins by default. No. Okay. No. 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 Because Milo, he can do it. Okay. Why? From his knowledge of how physics works and shit like that i understand he's not a physicist however he is seen tinkering with several machines where he has made them work how he wants them to work he was he rode in one of those big things yeah so all he has to do is hold on and keep his balance because air surfing is a lot easier than water surfing i do want to say having knowledge of physics but being good at riding a windsurf board are different things. Yeah. Because that's like saying, oh, if you're good at physics, then you should just be able to go and windsurf on the water. Right, dude. Like, <laughs> like, like what, I'm, what I'm hearing you say is that, like, fucking Bill Nye could get on a skateboard and fucking tear shit up. Okay, no, that's not what I'm that, saying. But that's not because he's a <laughs> No, listen, this is what I'm saying. I'm saying he would at the very least be able to not die on it I don't know. he could just he would know his limits he would say hey while i'm pretty close to the ground right now i'm gonna get the fuck off because i don't know what the fuck is happening i'm gonna go home and not get caught by the police yeah. then he doesn't follow the movie he yeah, doesn't have to follow the movie he just has to accomplish the tasks 
So after he goes home, you know, he's hanging out, getting all emotional over the fact that his dad left him. And then uh, homeboy with the big old spaceship and the sphere comes dropping in. Uh, Lizard man dies. And then hotel gets burned up and they all run away. Um, and Is this then the plot to Treasure a series Planet. of unfortunate events or Treasure Planet? Oh. Oh. Yeah, see, you kind of lost me there, bud. So I'm no. This stick- is the plot to Treasure Planet. I'm sticking with Jim Hawkins. No, Atlanta. listen, Fuck I'm going know. somewhere with this. I'm going somewhere with this, Marcus. You're just aggro for no reason. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? <laughs> I don't know why Marcus is talking to me like this. What, what do you got, dude? No, stop it, Marcus. Time's precious, baby. Come on. No, leave me alone. Walk and talk, Tim. I'm getting nervous now. <laughs> stop it. You're making me anxious. Okay, so. The only thing mm-hmm. that Milo might not be able to do is all the fighting sequences. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, he gets fucked there, huh? He doesn't necessarily get fucked. Milo fires a gun See the, in Atlantis. The, the problem is Milo gets all the way onto Treasure Planet where he meets that robot thing. The like, Yeah. Yeah. And then they're both, they both spend so much time geeking out over the fact that they're both nerds. And yeah. Everybody hates them. Yeah. That they just stop thinking about treasure plant they don't try to find it they're just like we found our we're, we're friends now you already that's found it. treasure plant we're friends now. now yeah no i'm still sticking jim hawkins yeah jim hawkins probably takes it though. i mean i think jim hawkins takes it but you guys are just being dicks <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> i think we can settle on that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We, we'll, we'll make sure that's ma- like written down for the the record show that tommy and marcus <laughs> were both dicks <laughs> all right tom you got a question for us dude uh yeah so uh this is this one comes from my own the old the old brain my old brain who would be a better used car salesman team the two monsters from monsters inc sully and mike or olivia benson and elliot stabler <laughs> from law and order from what from law, law and order. order svu dude oh i, don't uh, know. I am absolutely taking law and order Tim? i would like to start this off mm-hmm. i'm a massive fan of law and order svu and also of monsters inc Mike and Sully take this 100% of the time. There's no fucking way that Olivia and Elliot can sell a car to someone. Which ones are Olivia and Elliot? They're the two main characters. You know okay. Olivia Benson, like the the woman. No, like... Marcus. If you just say, "Do you know the name of this person?" Here. I'm not gonna know. Tim, no, I know who they are so because you, you said it's the main characters. But then you, you went up and said, "Oh, you know Olivia Benson, right? Olivia, it's Olivia. <laughs> yeah, Olivia. Yeah, you know." <laughs> Just because you say the name over and over again does not mean I'm going to know who it is, Marcus. Okay, well, anyway, Benson and Stabler are, like, way too aggressive. Like, there is no way that they can sell a car to someone. But see, maybe that's what they need. They need to... They no, 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 no. Let me... Okay, I'm going to... I'm going to... I've seen enough of this show that I can tell you exactly how it goes. Uh-huh. Somebody comes up and they're like, we're looking for a car. And then Benson's like, oh, yeah? What for? And Stabler's like, you trying to get rid of a couple bodies? <laughs> And the guy's like, what? No. And then Benson's like, yeah, because your brother says you are. And then he, and then the guy's like, my brother would never say that. And Stabler's like, oh, yeah, we got him in the next room. He's already flipped on you, dude. So what do you think's going to happen next? You're going to spend the next 25 years to life in prison? Or are you going to tell us what we need to know? That's what's going to fucking happen. Versus Mike and Sully, and they're just like, we're silly boys. Buy a car from us. Okay. Wait, uh, I don't know if that would I happen. I don't. See, my thing is like, I don't. I think Mike and Sully, maybe Sully could save it, but Mike's a bit of a bumbling fool like he's a bit of a goofball no dude mike's mike's just got that uh that uh uh uh, oh fuck he's got that fucking he does have the charisma he's got the george costanza thing going (laughs) but like really good you know what i mean okay i see what you're saying yeah yeah yeah, you're there no no i see what you're saying as (laughs) as in mike and george costanza thing yeah i get that however i will say 
Mike is a bumbling fool. Mike's not that dumb, though. Like, Mike's, like, Mike has a lot of wit. He, he's not dumb, but, like, in intense situations, he doesn't know what he, to do. He always yeah. struck me as the guy, like, the short kid that got really good at funny jokes because otherwise, like, he had to have some way to, like, make people like him. You yeah, know? yeah, that's Mike. Yeah. For sure. But that's but what like, a used car salesman I, I don't know. I mean, I guess that is what a used car salesman Like, they, like, they rely entirely on, like, charisma and, like, Bad making jokes, people like them. Making yeah. Making people like them, yeah. And so then Sully's there for the hard sell. You know, like, Mike gets in there, warms him up, mm-hmm. and then Sully's like, buy this fucking car or I'll shoot you. <laughs> okay, okay, I see what you're saying, I see right. what you're saying. However, let me hit you up with this. Mm-hmm. Um, as for you peeps, bum, bum. you've seen the episodes where, you know, they might go undercover. Oh, hell yeah. Or mm-hmm. they have to talk to people. Right. Very good uh, actors. Yeah. Number mm-hmm. one. Number two, the way they act, how they do... Like how you were describing earlier is because they know how to use that system to their advantage. So their knowledge of uh, putting themselves in the right place at the right time and saying the right things, I feel like that is a very important trait when yeah. it comes to selling used cars. That's that's what I was saying. Is like I definitely feel that they're 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 undercover bits. I see where you're saying. Yeah. That. Like I see where that's coming from. But let me hit you with this: Chris Maloney, the guy who plays Elliot Stabler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonderful actor. Mm-hmm. Stabler, the character terrible actor the only way that he gets away with it is because it like furthers the show like it furthers the plot but like elliot stabler whenever he's undercover it's like it's kind of for the audience you can mm-hmm. see that he's thinking like oh this is fucked up you know yeah and so like if he did that in real life or like if elliot stabler tried to pull that shit in real life then everybody would see through his bullshit yeah that's fair here's the thing also if i ever went to a used car lot and two dudes who were acting like Mike and Sully tried to sell me a car, I would never buy from them. I would immediately think they were trying to pull one over on me. So if we're going for, like, actual IRL shit, no one would ever trust them because they're way too eccentric. Nah, way too wacky. Way too wacky. Fuck, they're just too zany. They're too yeah. zany. Yeah, they, they do give off that, like, oh, we took a, a drill and rewound the um, mileage number in the car so it's actually got more miles on it than it looks like. And we also put sawdust in the gas tank because... Uh, of course we did, and you are gonna have to, your car break down and have to come buy another one from us. Like that's the vibe I get from Pete from like a car salesman that acts like super chummy like that. Okay, okay, yeah, I, I yeah, see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. Let me, I'm gonna I'm, let me put another spin on this real quick. I feel like Mike definitely sets someone up like that. Like Mike kind of sets up the pins, and so then Sully comes in. Sully's like real warm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's just like Mike, chill out, and he's just like, hey. Sorry about him, you know, first day on the job. Anyway, I'm Sully. What can I do to get you in this car today? And, oh, and, and so at that that's point, pretty nice. Yeah, and yeah. so at that point, you're just kind of like, okay, he got the fuckhead out of here. I can trust him. Yeah. And see, then now Mike's in the back just being like, fuck yeah, Sully. <laughs> see, now, like, I just want a spinoff Monsters, Inc. series that's a humanized version of... Mike and Sully, like, Mike's the short, balding guy with, like, a green Hawaiian shirt. Are you talking about Danny DeVito? Not necessarily Danny DeVito, but just, like, a short, like, kind of got that, like, monk haircut, but, like, he's trying to, like, save onto the last few wisps of hair on the top of his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Sully is this, like, big, tall, like, kind of barrel-chested kind of guy with a big, like, um, salt-and-pepper beard and, like... He's just, like, got, like, a really hearty... He, like, he could do Santa Claus in, like, 20 more years kind of deal. Mm -hmm. And they're just, like, the one guy goes in and he's like, ah, what kind of car do you want? You want a Nissan? We got Nissans. And then (laughs) Sully comes in and he's like, just ignore my partner over there. You want to buy this car, right? Hold on. And also, Sully, he has on, like, a slightly eccentric tie. Like, it's nothing that's, like, crazy, but it's something that, like, draws your eye and you're just like, you know what? I like that tie. Conversation starter. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, Benson and Stabler are over there, and they just got a call from Captain. 
Shots fired at 52nd Street. The son of a bitch they've been tailing for seven days is dead. I think that in this situation, their jobs are that. Yeah. Is the ME on the way? Yeah. But forensics uncovered that there's gunshot residue on the Vic's hands. All right, I'm done. I think one of Marcus's unique talents is having every single episode of SVU memorized. (laughs) That's fair. Okay, Tommy, who are you taking? You know, honestly, I would probably, thinking of myself as a person who knows very little about cars, I would feel much, like, even though they would be more direct and kind of, like, abrasive, I would be more willing to buy from Benson and Stabler because, like, I'd be like, okay, well, they're being kind of dicks about it, but I think they know what they're talking about. Whereas, like, I would be kind of, like, emotionally all over the place at uh, Mike and Sully's place and be like, oh, there's this little man with, like, he's bald and he's trying to get me to buy a Nissan. And then his friend comes in and he has a weird tie and he wants me to buy the (laughs) Nissan, too. And but now I'm driving off a lot in a, in a Lexus? Yeah, and they haven't told me how many miles the car has. They just make jokes about how my 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 grandfather fought in World War II. I don't know if I want to buy my car here. Yeah, if it was exclusively Sully, I would go there. If Mike was not involved in this situation <laughs> yeah. at all, I would go to Sully any day. However, with Mike, I have to t- give it to the SUV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Sully, Sully just owns the, the car dealership, but he has to give Mike a job because, like, Mike needs one. Yep. So Mike, but, like, so thinks Mike's he's a car salesman, but he kind of just sits in his office and smokes cigars and drinks coffee yeah, all day. And fucking Mike, like, is doing coke in the back. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> I got a question for you guys. What would have made more money? Minecraft being a launch title on the Nintendo Wii or Fortnite being a release title on the PlayStation 2? And that one also comes with the caveat of like, it's like free PSN. Like it's free internet multiplayer. There's no bullshit set up. It's just like you pop the disc in, you're ready to go. Good to go. But the internet was so bad back then. Right. But we're saying like it's like the equivalent to now. Mm. Oh, it's the equivalent to now? Right. Minecraft on Wii or Fortnite on PS2. Yeah. Fortnite, what would have made more money? Fortnite on PS2 would have been revolutionary for its time. Uh, equivalent graphics, I'll say that. The graphics don't change very much. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Uh, I think Minecraft on the Wii would make more money because one of Minecraft's like biggest selling points is that it has always been super easily accessible. Like mm-hmm. you could run even like base Minecraft on like pretty much just a toaster. <laughs> like yeah. if you turn down like all the like major settings then mm-hmm. you're basically playing on anything and like it's always been super cheap and the wii was like an incredibly like good selling console yeah. like okay so minecraft on the wii and fortnite on ps2 are very in line with their targeted demographics mm-hmm. however the wii's target demographic is so much broader than the ps2's target demographic ah. that i think more people would be exposed to the fact that they could buy Minecraft and just buy it. Because, like, it didn't matter if you played Super Smash Brothers competitively or if you wanted to just play, like, Wii, Wii Fit. Everybody had a Wii. Everybody yeah. bought one of those motherfuckers. The PS2 was really popular, but the only people I ever knew that had a PS2 were, like, my friend Kevin's older brother that wanted to play his shooter games. But and I like, had a PS2. I had a PS2. Most of the people I knew had Nintendo stuff. Rachel had a PS2. She did? Yeah, but that, that being said, I also had a Wii, and Rachel had a Wii. Yeah. See, like... Yeah, I also had a Wii. I feel like PS2 was, like, very popular with gamers, but the Wii was popular with gamers and everybody else. That's fair. Tim, who are you taking? Fortnite or Minecraft? Dude, I don't know. 
Plus, no with, fucking fence sitters. Plus, dude. you could like Minecraft could easily be sold on the Wii as like, oh, you can just use your remote. Like if you yeah, shake dude. your remote, you break the blocks, and that would have been like a fucking that would have knocked people's wee wees off. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that Fortnite mm, pr- probably would have been one of the best selling, if not the best selling, game on PS2. Yeah. But I think Minecraft on Wii would have taken it. Yeah. If it was a launch title. Like, could you imagine, dude, fucking Wii just coming out and there being a bundle, it being bundled with Minecraft? Yeah. And then starting Jesus. playing Minecraft for the first time in your life on the yeah. Nintendo Wii? Yeah. I can't imagine that. That'd be f- buck fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, one Christmas, you get Fortnite for PS2 as mm-hmm. a kid. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm not a big Fortnite boy now. I would have been if... Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. If I was like... I mean, if I it's, was like it's 10 very targeted old, at children. Yeah, dude. Like, if I was 10 like, years old, I'd be fucking all over Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And if I had it on PS2, one of the most butt clinchingest game stations of all time, dude, I think PS2 is my favorite console of all time. Really? Yeah. Are and you so, dead like, ass right now? I think so, dude. It's a close tie between the GameCube and the PS2, but... Mm. Um, fucking like it's got kingdom hearts it's got kingdom hearts 2 it's got fucking battlefront 2 and take your nostalgia glasses off bro dude i am dude if i i would play i would play playstation 2 again today okay would you play playstation 2 right now if you could play playstation 2 games on playstation 4 yeah really yeah we're recording versus extreme right now so we should probably get back to the other questions that's fair (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh who are you taking tim i don't fucking know i'm not a fucking uh economist dude choose okay we nice hell yeah nice fuck yeah dude we all agreed <laughs> yeah yeah can i stop now yeah bonus round that's my favorite show on adult swim okay uh minecraft steve versus fortnite gun fortnite gun fortnite gun because it shoots steve and then flosses on him no you're wrong oh wait 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 what minecraft steve flossing <laughs> stop that's it we're done stop thanks you guys for listening no no you guys are also wrong about minecraft steve versus fortnite gun because fortnite gun is just a gun so it just sits there minecraft steve just picks it up and they become a duo where minecraft steve goes around poning news selling cars selling cars that's our last goof we just want to say a special thanks to our producers jess adams and max nolan young for editing this episode designing our cover art and being desert people from the sand wastes Okay. You can find Max on Twitter at Max and Young, and you can find Jess on Twitter at AntlerGoth. And most importantly, we would like to thank you, our listeners, because without you, we would not have a show to put on. And if you would like to submit questions to us, and please, please, please submit questions to us, then you can at us or DM us on Twitter at Versus Extreme, or you can shoot us an email at VersusExtremeCast at gmail.com. You can also find more episodes of Versus Extreme on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. We put out episodes every Tuesday. Please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps push us up in the algorithms so more people can find and listen to us. And uh, you can all talk about the great goofs and jokes that we have sometimes, generally, maybe. Wow, and, tell me. <laughs> and also, uh, if you would like, please hit us up on Twitter this week to weigh in on who you think would win in our most divisive question, uh, which I would say is probably our Reddit question that we had this episode. Would you rather be able to lift items that only weigh more than 50 pounds or lift items that weigh only less than 50 pounds? And if you like this episode, please tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to get new listeners, and we love sharing this thing that we do with as many people as possible. Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. It means the world to us. Um, is we love we, you guys. We, we got anything? No, I think that's it. Okay, fuck yeah. I'm Marcus Driscoll. Good night, San Francisco. I'm Tommy Calhoun. Oh, put your feet in me.
And I'm Tim, and I love you. Brought to you by Dryer Sock Productions. Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast.